Welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. We're going to be talking about fitness and nutrition today, the do's and don'ts of how to navigate our modern world and its increasing pressure on trying to stay sane. Check it out. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. Welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You've got Sean, Eric, Jacob, and John here. And we're here in the basement or in the garage, in we, my garage. We were recording, right? Yeah, we were recording. Are we going to, let's, let's just, oh, no, we're not going to. We're going to, we're going to just go into it. We're going to get into it. Yeah, I'm cool with just getting into it. We were discussing yeah. I'm just Eric's if, if Free Spirit, and we were discussing some pretty yeah. great things about the movie Into the Wild, starring Christopher McCandless. Yeah, I just watched it last weekend, and it was, um, I... I lo- I googled like top ten inspiring movies, so I thought it was gonna be like a Shawshank Redemption or mm. something that like mm. with redemption, like or something like that. But then watching the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. it it definitely isn't like there's no redemption. It's you know? cathartic. And it's very cathartic. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I thought but we I, were already bantering. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought no, that was our banter. I guess not. <laughs> we enter in. Yeah, we, we enter have in. been called. All right, so John and I just got back from the... And, and Jacob. And, and Jacob. Jacob was Sort there. of. <laughs> <laughs> I made a cameo. Uh, that's right. Yeah, a little celebrity, celebrity appearance. Uh, we just got back from the CCR men's retreat, so we just spent like probably four hours total just worshiping. So now we're just in this sing-song mode of praising the Lord. Retreat high. It yeah, was actually like, very revitalizing yeah, yeah. to be in a room with 240 plus men that's who awesome. are all I felt like I was a part of a Roman legion again age, age 15 so to cool. 78 you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. if not older it was no 84 and we brought yeah, along awesome. a friend of ours who's never been a part of the charismatic renewal and he was not put off in any capacity he was like this is amazing and he entered in entered into some of the praying he was so receptive and yeah. he got baptized awesome. in the spirit Ooh, and then Burza hey. came in slid in and just <laughs> kept chugging down that train it was yeah, awesome yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah. yeah his name's Nick Beater shout out to Nick just fantastic oh, guy Nick, all around your, your homie guy. from yeah from back homie, home big good homie. for yeah. him yeah, I feel like sometimes those retreats, it's like, you know, you see in the movies when someone is getting interrogated and they get their head yeah. shoved into, like, a, a trough. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, that's kind of what it's like. It's like, well, oh, I, mean, I think like you're describing waterboarding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're describing totally, what, spiritual yes. waterboarding? Totally. Well, it, it, but it's fruitful. It's it like, you know, you're like, like, like oh, I don't want to. I, like, Say I you love breathe. God. <laughs> I can't breathe. And then, and then you come to this moment and you're like, wow, I love being alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no, it was extreme. Like, that was a good catharsis, you know? We all had our emotional breaks and then, the Lord, I think for each of us, especially during that last prayer session, it was a solitary wrestling. I had to remove myself and do some of the more practical spiritual work. And then after that flowed the grace. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't awesome. a spectacular, I feel good. It was a sense of peace. Not mm. so much rest, but just peace. Yeah, there's That's something awesome. about worshiping. It's something about coming together as a yeah. body, you know, especially with 240 men in, in, in the same room and and just just calling upon the Lord and just saying, you know, come Holy Spirit, and just and just actually like not not really vending machine it, like not going in looking for something, right? Or but but more so just going and and giving to the Lord because He's going to show up, and he, you know mm-hmm. he, he gave a lot. And um, so the next time you guys are praising and worshiping, 
don't think about yourself. Think about Jesus. We were yeah. blessed yeah. to have such a great music team. Abe Gross, some of the other guys I didn't recognize, but they were fantastic musicians. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, they've been doing it their whole lives, man. This thing has been going on for... Like Abe yeah, draws a really years. good job of... Yeah, since the 80s. Abe does a great job of drawing the distinction between good music and, like you were saying, Eric, getting the telos right of worshiping God. Yeah. That's his whole priority is just making sure that this orients people properly. Yeah, there's a lot of worship songs where it's like, you do this for me and I and I and me and me, you know what I mean? But then there's also, you know, the correct, I'd say, orientation of worship being one of one of the Lord and giving Yeah, and not, I'm it's so not, emotional, I'm going to take my shirt off. Either. Well, I still would want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I almost did. People taking their shirts off? No, no. Oh. That did not no. <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> But but like there's there's this one song where it's just like hallelujah hallelujah and it's just like this kind of like tribal kind of oh, like yeah. we're all like it's jumping clapping like yeah. it's supposed it's, to be it's sung like around Borat, a dance you know? fire right. it's like Borat when they're all worshiping oh yeah it is just everyone's screaming <laughs> Not the two intense, guys just dancing face to face <laughs> inches apart <laughs> shimming if you see if you see that scene Borat I wouldn't recommend maybe I mean I don't know if I want to We've watched the, it together. I don't know if I want to recommend the whole movie on the podcast. No, but you that cannot. scene, you should no. YouTube that scene because it's <laughs> hilarious. It was <laughs> Mishki's first Zen. Oh, gosh. Let's not get was into it? that. Yeah. Remember it was in my aunt's basement? <laughs> I'm sad I didn't you're getting, Everyone's that. getting a very in-depth look into our into our uh, free time. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're supposed to do. In my aunt's basement. That's so high school, dude. Yeah, that, that, was, that was part of the movie. high school weekend. We yeah, watched Borat, and then I think we went to Applebee's, Applebee's <laughs> earlier. I've had a lot of high school weekends post-grad. It's so fun. Find you, yourself you some, some, get, get, get some. They're just youth weekends. I don't have those anymore. <laughs> just like, just yeah, go, to, go, go to your Liam parents' to house. Applebee's. A lot of toddler yeah. weekends for you. What do you yeah. want, microwave, son? Now that's I'm going to be the dad that has the high schooler weekend. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, guys, everything going okay? You know, make <laughs> your sure they want to come over and play pool in the basement? Yeah. Speaking of Applebee's. Before the retreat, we had like eighty dollars worth of gift cards. Josh Pine and I, and so Joe, Joe Gleason, Josh Pine, and I just dropped seventy-five dollars at Applebee's. Just got some wow, beers, that's and abs, a and gut bomb. It that's was a awesome. lot of that's a lot of food. Yeah, at Applebee's. Yeah, but you know to what? Address that in this year topic. Well, to, to, you know what? To transition in, I have been wanting to gain weight, so I've been lifting weights and training. Too. And I just read that unless you increase your, you know, calories, calories, whenever you t- if you increase your your calorie intake, you you won't see results. You need to increase your <laughs> yeah, supply calorie and demand. Intake. Exactly. So, mm. I was operating at a deficit last week, so I made up for it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eric, you don't. I, I feel like every time I ask you, like, "Hey, what have you eaten today?" Like, a croissant. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're the kind uh, of guy that everyone tells me that. Coffee and everyone, some gum. No, yeah. dude, everyone tells me that. <laughs> and I took a a deep breath in Jimmy yeah. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that was a monster sandwich. <laughs> it's actually, it's not. 200 calories. <laughs> well, what gargantuan, like 2,000 calories? Yeah. Oh, probably yeah. more. No, it's 2,000. Two, that is awesome. Wow. Maybe uh, more gargs. Gargs. Yeah. Yeah. How's the weight gain for you, Sean? Gargling. Good. I'm up, I'm up seven pounds. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can tell. So, yeah, it's been good. I've been, I, I like did this test, this body test where they, see your um stagnant like calorie how many calories you kill if you just resting resting yeah like what you kill how many calories you go through just if you were just lay in bed all day resting metabolic rate yes awesome 
and that's um, mine's at like twenty one hundred, so that's very high. Yeah, that is. And so I have to eat like five or six thousand calories a day. So wow. it's, it's have a you lot. been doing that? Yeah. Yeah, and that's when I see my most gains. You have to like consciously make yeah. an effort to eat. Uh huh. Yeah. I have this um, protein that's a thousand calories, so oh, it's, yeah, it, that dude. helps. It's yeah. serious mass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's the it's carnivore, carnivore mass. One. So it's like a beef. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just looking but at the light. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's good for you though. It's a lot. I'm, I'm super excited to see how it's going. Your goal is 25, right? Yeah, 225. So you're on pace seven times 12. Someone do the math. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's eighty-four. That's almost yeah. That's almost a hundred. But I, it's I've been fluctuating so much. Sure. So right now I'm up, but I don't think I don't think I've gone south of um, of two hundred pounds in the last two weeks. Nice. So I think I'm getting good. close to two hundred for the first time in my life. Nice. nice. Just, really? uh, constant bodybuilding, and it's easy to get the calories. Most uh-huh. bodybuilders, it, like when you look at their diet. It's remarkable. They just split it up into such easily palatable portions. Where it's like, you know, looking at um, Dorian Yates's and this dude, if you look at a picture of Dorian Yates, it, he's brimming with muscle. He was a 1990s bodybuilder, and they were the first ones to really utilize slash abuse yeah. HGH. So mm. the dude mm. looks like he's, he's a typical English <laughs> bodybuilder. It's like 5'7". You're saying now he's brimming? Well, then, and I think he might be either dead now of a ruptured aorta <laughs> yeah. or still at that just yeah, ridiculous. What's the lifespan of these bodybuilders? It I depends like on what they're taking, long. man. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more interested of, like, what do you look like at age 84? You know what I mean? Like, I saw some men on this retreat. I'm like, dang, these guys are pretty fit. You know, yeah. they're, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like I meet a lot of. Arnold still looks good. Arnold, Arnold's still killing it. Man. Well, they're still on gear here and there. If you look at some of these classic bodybuilders who are alive today, so that's a limited number, they're very open about their steroid use and how much they actually have to take to still be at where they're at currently. And they look good. You know, some of these guys, Ronnie Coleman's a good example. He'll end up in the hospital because of some intense metabolic injury or it's usually cardiovascular it's because they put their bodies through so much stress that it's, oh, yeah. it literally is unnatural. He's hmm. still got a chiseled upper body, but his legs are shot. He has to have walkers. Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, when you're constantly above 250 pounds of muscle and you're less than, I don't know, 6'4 or 6'5, your body can't handle no. that. Really? Frame, it can't no, your up. skeletal structure cannot keep up with holding Whoa. up that much and he puts his body through so much stress yeah and he's cool with it like that's his life yeah all right let's dive in what do you guys want to what, what do you bring into the table here fellas sure i just wanted to give a little practicality to our audience uh, so each of us can share a little bit about where we've been at with exercise and diet hmm. perhaps keeping accountability as a center theme because that's what we we're hitting on last week but i just wrote a little uh anxiolytic guide to life And that is, in layman's terms, trying to keep a reduction of the modern behemoth out of your life, whether it's anxiety or poison, because so much of what we encounter around us is literally poison. We can get to that later in the podcast, but I think it'd be cool if we just shared where we've been, where we want to go, maybe some goals, practical things like that. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it. I know we did a cast pretty early on i think in our maybe first year we talked a lot about we kind of gave each of us a little testimony about where we find fitness and um i'd love to talk about how you know i'm i'm i think i remember a few of those things that i shared but even talk about the um 
how it's evolved, you know, how my uh-huh. fit, fitness in a way has evolved or in a way that it's adapted to my different lifestyles that I have and stuff like that. So what about you guys? I like that. Mishki's hitting it hard. I saw you at LA Fitness the other day and you had the murder walk going. <laughs> That's where if you see this guy at 3 a.m. in a dark alley, you want to run the other way. <laughs> yeah. Just after yeah. the chest. The murder walk. I've been uh, shoulder press lifting a lot. I think diet's one thing I need to work on because yeah. I, I've lost weight post-grad. Um, so I've been hitting the gym, so the strength has been maintained. But um, I'm trying, like you, Eric, to put on some muscle and... I think, like, it takes a conscientious effort, too, on my part. I'm, like, one of the people who I eat to live. I don't live to eat. Yeah. So it's, like, I have to remind myself to eat yeah. food. So, so yeah, what do you guys, what does fitness look like for you guys kind of on a week-to-week, week-to-week, wow, week-to-week basis? Yeah, I think for me now, I mean, I, do, I work out during my lunch break, so it's kind of a break now. So I kind of look forward to working mm-hmm. out. And I think fitness for me is kind of what I mentioned in the beginning of the dangerous being a dangerous man podcast. Just, I want to have strength to spend on my family. Mm-hmm. So I want to, you know, whether it be protecting them or whether it be being able to wrestle with Liam when mm-hmm. he's older or even wrestle with like my fourth kid, you know? <laughs> so it's like, they're going to say that's gonna be a long, Yeah. Wrestle with the Lexi. <laughs> but like your fourth kid, like 25. Yeah. So it's like totally. And so it's, um, I think I want to be able to spend my strength on my family and I want to be, you know, I want to be someone that my sons and daughters look up to. Mm. And I want, you know, I want to be that protector and be that, Mm. you know, strong masculine figure because I think Delexi really can show a great, you know, the great feminine side of our family and the motherly side. And so I want to, you know, step further into the fatherly side. And I think being a protector is a part of that. Mm -hmm. So what do you do during lunch breaks? So at at work. Yeah. So we have a gym at work. So I usually bum out around 1030, go work out for an hour. And then I, um, so I usually, uh, right now I'm doing a sweet, um, lifting routine. Um, it's just all like deadlifts and squats and bench presses. Those are the best exercises oh, for feels, boost. Yeah, it feels so good. It's crazy how, because I used to be so scared of squatting, like without any, like without, um, you know, any protectors or anything. I used to use that thing that it slides up and down. Oh, I look like a Smith wussy, machine. a Smith machine. So I was always scared because I, Mm-hmm. I would hurt my back in yeah. in high school just because I didn't know how to lift. And now that I've actually, you know, gained some muscle on my back, it's been so rewarding, you know, mm-hmm. squatting like, you know, two, 250 and like yeah. feeling good about it and being like, wow, I actually did that. And uh, mm-hmm. my back doesn't feel bad, you know, and deadlifting. It's, I think if you, you have a to, high bar yeah. or low bar. Sorry, Jake. Uh, what's that? What's that? That's just different placement on your back of the bar and dependent on your physiology. It oh, one way, interesting. Yeah. Like, do you have it up here or yeah. that oh, one? Yeah. I have it right neck, here. Face of neck over your Yeah. Over I have it traps. right on my traps. Okay. Yeah. I put it on my traps and I mean like, yeah, I make sure that my back is straight, you know, I have the arch back and everything mm-hmm. like yeah. that. But yeah, it's been, it's been so fun deadlifting too. I've never deadlifted before mm. just because I was scared with my That's back. That's a great lift to put on weight. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that thing. Like I mentioned in the beginning and the guy was like, you need to, 
you, the, the place you can gain the most weight is your trunk, you know, so mm-hmm. my thighs and my quads and my butt and my back. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I guess I'm doing that every yeah. single, every Booty. single day. Th- that's, so. what, that's what I'm learning right now. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to gain weight a little bit and, you know, my lifting routines all throughout high school and college was always just the, you know, I'd say belly button up kind of things, yeah. you know, it's just Curls like for the girls. Yeah. You know, I, I do, I, I do, I would do bench pull-ups, shoulder press, biceps, triceps, and I'd be done, you know? And, yep. and, but that also led to a lot of back issues that led yeah. to a lot yeah. of, you know, oh, yeah. because in a way, I mean, there's just a lot of compensation happening all, all yep. over my body. I didn't have a really strong kind of, like you said, that trunk area. Uh-huh. And so now I've been doing, I've been actually getting into, I, I've never been a squatter. I've always kind of, I've always like herniated discs or just yeah. like hurt my back a lot. So I've been trying to get more into squatting and deadlifting and I've been doing some like dumbbell thrusts and things like that. That's awesome. But I've been just last fall, I learned for the first time of just how to actually like position your body when you're lifting and, and holding something or like yep. pushing something. And it all comes from the, from the center of your back in a way that like, you know, I, so I just did like isometrics. So I would just do wall sits or I would do um, like a push up pose in between two chairs and I would just stay there down. And I'd be like, it's, it, it's a weird thing where you're like, you, you know, you're like you're engaged all the way down, but you're like pushing, but also staying there in a yeah, way. Yeah. And I'd be done with these things. And, you know, I would like, hang on a pull-up bar and I would just kind of engage my back muscles, but I wouldn't pull up at all. And I would just hang there for about five minutes. Dude, each that's time. one of the best remedies to lower yeah. back pain wow. ever. I just got this book on it where yeah. if you hang for a prolonged period of time doing that, yeah, your skeletal structure just corrects uh, itself. Protraction of your scapula. Mm-hmm. It is almost like a panacea. Hmm. Can um, it make you taller? <laughs> Only your heels. human growth hormone. It'll <laughs> yeah. make yeah. you bald. Yeah, but no, I mean, sh- yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I don't want to go for. Well, I, I, I was just going to say that it's it's totally revolutionized the way. I mean, because I'd be done with these things, yeah. and my back would just like self correct my posture because That's it, it so was. Cool. You know, what I mean, like in the same way, if like if you, I don't know, it's like have you guys ever held your hands together for a long time and yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. they kind of feel like they're floating apart after? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of how my back felt. It's just like I'm constantly engaging this. And then when I'm kind of slouching, it like autocorrects in a way. I like that. And and every single time I pick up weights now, or when I'm carrying something or pushing something, like I realize it has to all come from my back. And if there was one thing that someone I, like I wish someone taught me, when I was even in swimming, I've been swimming a lot, and it's just like pulling from my back, not just my elbows and my arms mm-hmm. in a way. I wish someone taught me that in high school. You know, it's yeah. like I thought about like if I if I'm a coach in ten years, I'm going to teach my boys, you know, how to actually lift properly, yep. not just get big arms, but actually a big trunk. That's a foundation. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's something that I want to teach my son too. my sons is just good posture because mm. I think everything comes from posture. And if it, you, you know, you kind of see those alpha males at the gym that are like shoulders back, you know, they're just like, you know, sizing, mm. you know, they're they're protruding their chest mm-hmm. to make it seem like there's more there. Yeah, mm. and that's such a thing, you know, but if you're. You know, if you're not feeling good about yourself and you're slouching, you're you're showing yourself as not a, as much of a threat to other yeah. people. You <laughs> know, especially working it, it all just, day. Yeah, you're seeing a desk. Totally, you that's like the, that's you, the thing. You need a lift. You need you to get do. your body moving and mm-hmm. the blood flowing. Uh-huh. Um, Sean, you mentioned kind of going to free weights now, and I think that's a really good play. If you had yeah. to choose between machines or free weights, free weights always wins because yeah. your body then doesn't rely on a machine to balance the yeah. weight. Totally. Um, but when you have to actually like hold a weight and hold it on your back and balance it, you're really taxing the muscles, kind of like those stationary exercises that Eric yeah. was mentioning, yep. where it's another form of workout within a workout. It's not just moving weight, but it's balancing mm. that weight too. Yeah, because yeah. it's so, you're, all your muscles, I mean, John, you know all this, but it's like 
when you're squatting or even doing a pull-up rather than doing like a lat pull-down, there's so much more muscles involved with doing yeah. a pull-up instead of a lat pull-down because, you know, you have your abs and you're, you're do using your body weight so mm -hmm. you're never like your stressing. Back, your using biceps, your back. triceps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think core. it's so cool, you know, getting back to the basics yeah. of, you know, push-ups and pull-ups. Well, like yeah. even if Squats. you're in a hotel and the hotel gym has two treadmills, like just go the basics then pull-ups, push-ups, you know, air squats, stuff like that, Body like stationary too. holds, and you can still get a good pump uh -huh. in. Well, Jake, you brought a little, not rubber band, what are they called? Exercise band mm -hmm. yeah. to DC, and I was very impressed, and yeah. I was like, wow, this is genius, dude, because yeah. usually when I travel, I get some minor inflammation mm -hmm. in my shoulders or one of my mm -hmm. some part of my back hurts yeah. usually it's just air travel or whatever but yeah. well, having you, that with you is yeah, so you, good you're in a foreign environment and you know you're probably not getting as good sleep as you want or it's uncomfortable <laughs> you're sitting around a lot you're yeah, sitting around fun, and yeah. so there's going to be parts of your body that are probably eating not, terrible food which yeah, we can get yeah. to in a minute yeah. so. so like for me I've been so my, my routine I've, I've been lifting I've been trying to lift two or three days a week, and then I actually... So I have a membership at LA Fitness, yeah, and I'll, sure. I'll, I'll do the same thing. I, I'll look forward to actually going and working out. Uh -huh. And and also, not as much lately, but I've been wanting to get into work earlier because it's been this idea of like, okay, if I'm going to leave at noon, I should get to work earlier. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and I also just... I just feel healthier throughout my you day. Do. And so I've been doing this thing where it's like two or three days of lifting and then two or three days of swimming. Yeah. I'll, I'll just go there, and I'll just nice. swim a mile or two or something like that. And because, um, and, and I, I, you know, to be able to build muscle, but then also kind of stay lean and come work on the uh -huh. cardio and keep it's the athletic. lungs going. Keep the heart. Well, yeah. And it gets rid of soreness, swimming. Totally. totally. Like it, yeah, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. It's a freeing feeling, too, when you jump into the water and you just, you know, yeah. move. It's that anti-gravity kind of, you know, I mean, you're, the, the density of it, yeah. you know, it just allows you to float. And I mean, that's why you see a lot of, I, I always say, I go to LA Fitness and I swim with the grandmas and I change with the grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, it's just my experience. But like, yeah, I mean, you see a lot of old people in water because it's puts a lot of, you know, it takes off all that, of that weight that taxes on their joints. It's good yeah. for arthritis. Yeah. But like my big thing is that I'm not, I'm not trying to like, yeah, I'm going to get big shoulders or like, oh, I want to get big arms. I think there's this bodybuilder mentality. That's all about physique and appearance. Yeah. But for me, I, I want to do something, you know, I, I want to have a fitness and, and a, a muscle capacity to be able to do everyday life things or that if I were to get into a physical encounter or, you know, I mean, things, yeah, yeah. things that actually, that would help me survive, not yeah. just help me pick things up and put them yeah, down. Do you totally. know what I mean? Cause I think, well, you want to totally. be good on the outside, look good on the outside, but also on the inside. And uh -huh. I think for some of these bodybuilders, they cheat to look really good on the outside, but it yeah. destroys their interior. Well, I, I'm, I'm more so saying it's just like, if you no, wrestle, no, if, if, if you wrestle the bodybuilder, you know, I mean, yeah, it'd probably be pretty difficult and I'd probably get my, my butt whooped but what I'm saying is that more so of a, of a fitness that in a way is more um, I don't know how to, how to say it but like it's you could say functional or athletic yes it's a functional yeah. fitness it's not just yeah. it's not just look at me I can I can deadlift 500 pounds uh -huh. or whatever you want it's, to be able to touch your shoulders exactly <laughs> I want to be able to move around and I think I think the idea of just like packing on all this weight isn't that healthy you know what no. I mean it's just it's a total sport in itself yeah I but think it, 
Eric, what you're talking about is kind of, and even just what I, what my mindset is, is either if I'm not working out, I'm losing weight hmm. and I, I'm losing muscle. So if I want to be healthy, I need to always be doing something, yeah. you know, always be active or do yeah. push-ups or do sit-ups or yeah. something because, you know, I forget the, what the word is when we, when we stop working out, um, your muscles just start to deteriorate. Entropy. Entropy. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's, I mean, it's either you're helping yourself or you're hurting yourself. Yeah. And so it's, it's always good to stay active and it's good to, you know. Well, no, it's atrophy. Atrophy. Sorry. Muscle but atrophy, atrophy is the more, more so law. Like that's a physical law. I believe. Yeah. The law mm-hmm. of entropy. entropy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyhow, so I've decay. been going after a more functional fitness, something that I, you know, I'm, I, yes, I, I don't go to the gym and lift two plates on both sides. You know, like I can't, I can't, I can't bench two plates on both sides i think my max is probably like 205 210 yeah, right can, now that's pretty, really, you really can totally close. hit 225 Eric. You well, can hit maybe i've never tried it but yeah. what i'm saying is that like i'm not i'm not looking for mass you know like you go like yeah. you go to the gym and you see these guys that are just like massive you're not looking for mass like, you well, don't go to mass but what i'm saying is that like <laughs> if if i if, if i got in a foot pursuit or if i you know i mean if like if someone attacked you're training to be a ranger of the north Exactly. Yes. I'm not trying to just be, you know, Gollum. Or like a, Gollum. Tri- I mean, like a tri- yeah. bodybuilding Gollum. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a dwarf. I can see you doing Gimli. It's like I meant to say Gimli. Have you ever Eric identifies as Gollum? Like, what? I feel like that would be right yeah. up your alley. I've done two of them. Yeah. 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 Eric's a so, triathlon yeah, exactly. guy. I, I, just, I just like for. functional fitness. So yeah, yeah, that's me. Or CrossFit. Well, to stand up CrossFit. for some of these bodybuilding types, because that's definitely my <laughs> yeah, just goal right now. Yeah, I would agree with the. Uh, professional uh-huh. level. Like if that's going to be your idol, then that's truly <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but the reason why I pursue aesthetics and Jacob and I we sort of get into this vein is aesthetics and ethics are tied together, right? There's a beauty in the body. And this is something why I've always been drawn towards the uh, bodybuilding in general, because art is one of the best remedies for human life, right? It, it portrays beauty. It expresses the human experience in a beautiful way. But I've never found a medium that's more beautiful than the human body. Like art in paintings are cool. Cinema is cool. They're great. But hmm. when you encounter beauty in the human person, that's unbelievable. And there's an objective beauty to like the, excuse me, They'll, oh, I don't want to get political. Let's <laughs> People try to tear down and really promote fat and ugly yeah. idols, and that's not good. Yeah, did you hear about Adele? <laughs> They're mad at her because she lost weight. Yeah, and like Lizzo is becoming an idol of worship, and she probably good singer. I don't know. I've known people who liked Lizzo, but she's uh, repulsive to me. But when she becomes, she's the black yeah, she singer... Is. She's yeah, don't, uh, don't, 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 don't worry about hand. explaining it. Anyway. I, won't, I, won't, I won't know. <laughs> no, but yeah, the, that's a good one. Aesthetic of the human physique <laughs> is one of the most beautiful things. That's, why is. do you think King true beauty. David by Michelangelo has been the piece of art for yeah, centuries? Yeah. Because his body is so gorgeous. It brings people to tears. It brought me to tears first time yeah. in the academia. Yeah, that's funny, too, because you have as many people standing in front of it as behind it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's gorgeous. And All the dad jokes left and right. Wow. <laughs> That's like a joke, but true. <laughs> but anyways, to get to the point he of bodybuilding. Okay. Yeah, old King David. Wow. Yeah, dude, 
<laughs> He'd be good at butt quarters. <laughs> Jacob's, we Jacob's laughing. He's dying at his own joke. Just imagining <laughs> David, aren't you? Banana Republic. Just imagining <laughs> David. There is a there's a certain type of bodybuilding that's extremely liberating, so you don't get sucked into the idolism of your own mm. beauty. And that I like to find uh, time to get in the pump. That's especially one of the the reasons why I like to bodybuild yeah. is the explicit endorphin rush that you get from lifting these weights in a particular repetitive <laughs> manner is. Yeah, they you like died a little like a frog. <laughs> what? Watch it. Is the Jimmy Johns right? So it was just kind of like. A <laughs> 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 we gotta listen to that again. Yeah, no, let's keep it running. Keep, oh, playing. It. keep on playing. Right. And what I find is what you guys have been throwing to the gutter is exactly <laughs> what I, the reason why I exercise. And yeah. there was a period of time when I was incorporating more of the functional with emphasizing the MMA in my life. And now I just supplement it with doing my cardio with boxing. And that's a great way to stay in shape and yeah. keep myself prepared for any encounters or wherever I need to sprint away. Shout but, out to Will Goodwin. I was yeah, talking to him dude. this weekend. He's been, I was like, I was like, hey, yeah. man, you're looking, you're looking beefy. And he goes, yeah, I've been punching a bag a lot. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So shout out to you, Will Goodwin. Goodwin. I know you're listening. He is thick, man. He's looking real good. He's looking strong. Is he? Dad strength. I haven't seen him in a while. No, even in a gap of like two months, he no way. He gained That's 25, awesome. 30 pounds of just what? flesh, dude. He's yeah. looking real good. He's what? It's it's hard though too. Dad I gave strength. his bicep a little squeeze. Like, He's got the dad he strength. The Mishki bicep test. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, I'm not quite yeah, there. David, <laughs> David passed the cheek test. The cheek. Yeah, the cheek. Yeah, there's the cheek. That's, okay. That's not brand that. <laughs> we should talk a little bit about diet. Sure. Well, yeah, we can we can get there. John, I know. Yeah, no, I think I want to defend yeah. uh be on the same side as John. I think it's the you know, the vanity part is is tough, but at the same time it just I it it does feel good to look good. And I yeah. think building up muscles and seeing that progress and looking in the mirror and not being like, "Oh yeah, I'm so hot, you know, I'm hot mm, shit." There's an explicit difference between yes. functional training like that feels good, but yeah. I found I get less of endorphin rush and less of a quote runner's high mm. unless I'm doing something that's a bit more bodybuilding mm. yeah. heavy. Yeah. Mm. Totally, because mm. I feel like this today I I don't know what I deadlifted, but I maxed my deadlift today and it felt go. so good cuz I was yeah. just like on that yeah. last rep I was I was like okay, I need to hit 8 to max out and I was at like 6 and I was dead and I was like okay, two more and I just like let out a scream and yeah, all of these baby. like all these <laughs> girls that were doing like cardio were like <laughs> I was just like yeah. yeah. No, the, but it was the it's whole so trope good. about the alpha in the gym with the big chest and he's got huge traps and he's bald and he's got no legs that has certain benefits to it now I would agree Liam Riley yeah Yeah, you need to definitely counter that or temper it with a certain sort of spiritual yeah uh, temperance yeah but I guess what so I think it's I'm not trying to take a side here it's more so about like it's it's what you want, you yeah. know. I mean, it's 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 really it. Fitness is attuned to so many different things that yeah. that. It's like they're different personalities. Yeah. No, but exactly. So like what I'm saying is, so I I really like to to bike and I like to rock climb and I like yep. to swim. Yep. A lot of those things 
don't really match up with my desire to have muscle and to be big, right? Because, you, you know, name a, um, a French bike rider that's 200 pounds. No, no one is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, right? And so the thing is, it's, it's, it's finding a balance for, for really what you want. I, I go rock climbing, and there's these guys that are just sticks, right? But they, 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 they supersede. Like, they, 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 they crush the metrics of rock climbing, you yeah. know? So, like, they can climb a 512 easily, right? And, and to them, What's like... What's a 512? So, a 512... So, like, if, if, I, if I climbed a 512 right now, it would be, like, me maxing out or, like, doing a new PR for me. So, like, so it's different how you measure different walls, right? So, it's, like, a 5'8", five, 5'9", yeah, yeah. five, 5'10", five, five, all that stuff. That's how you measure the ability of, of, of kind of wall you can climb based off of the holds and the difficulty and everything like that. But what I'm saying is someone who's trying to hit 500 on the, dead, on the deadlift, right, is equivalent to someone saying, hey, I want to climb this type of wall. And it's all about which kind of fitness you want to pursue. And I think it's, it's there's no really one right way or one great way to be a man and, yeah. and to be alpha in a way, right? But I think it's more so about the mentality you bring to the fitness that you're pursuing. But you'd be an alpha in the particular avenue of exercise. Like an alpha would be 512, an alpha for Sean would be maxing out. Totally. And that's what I'm trying to say. And I think I like that mindset. And I think with with fitness, you you have to know how to humble yourself. Hmm. And you have to know when when to be humble within it. And that's why I love bodybuilding because like, not like bodybuilding, but like doing hard lifts because it's either you hit it or you don't. And if you don't hit it that day, yeah. you're like, crap, I, I should have, you know, I should have ate more granola before or I should have had more yeah. yogurt to like prepare or I should have had a cup of coffee. You know, you, you humble yourself and you realize that you fell short and that you're, you're going to aim for that spot again. And in either setting those realistic goals, and, and it, when you hit that goal, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, I would say, I mean, the most important thing is, is goals, is actually yeah. just finding a fitness that you want to run after. Like, you know, I'm not trying to pick a side really, but I, I think what's more magnanimous is is finding a fitness that works for you and then bringing yeah. kind of that mental discipline and actually running after it in a way. Like I think of myself, like last spring, I was really into rock climbing, and I just want to, you know, what I mean, like that was my that was my focus. Mm-hmm. And then over the summertime, like my focus was biking, mm-hmm. and now my focus is is doing this thing. So I think it's it's like we, we transition through these different seasons of our lives with our fitness, you know. But actually, what's more magnanimous and what's more important is the mentality that we bring to it, and then maintaining the goals that we set. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah, right? with you, yeah. Fitness teaches you a lot. It teaches you discipline, humility commitment and I think for people who consistently challenge themselves they don't get challenged by the world as much mm. you know if you're um, failing in the gym uh, you know that's that's tough but you get back up and you do it again uh, you know the little things don't aren't as big of a deal anymore because yeah. you're, you're setting your sights on higher goals so when you get that coffee at Starbucks and they give you the wrong coffee it's like all right, whatever. It's not a big <laughs> deal you know I've got greater things to strive for and so I'm not gonna let mm. the small things weigh me down mm, yeah yeah there are great applications to a wide swath of uh you know applicabilities throughout life and yeah. one of those things that i know we got sitting right in front of us and we've alluded to is different forms of training and ways that you can hone in your body to create like we're talking about the cycle of victory or this arena that you compose for yourself in such a way that you start to hit your golden stride and you start to get into the zone. And for me, that's been evident and axiomatic for the past couple months, you know, setting your sights, like you're saying, Jake, on these high things, but doing the small things to get there 
it really pays off. And for me, it's been philosophic, reading, keeping that nutrition and keeping a sharpening element to that where you challenge yourself in different ways with books and then take your time off and read good books, but never take time off from reading. That is something mm. as young men, we mm. can never, I mean, obviously there are time constraints and seasons of life where that's yeah. not going to be yeah. fairly mm. accessible to you. But for us now, and for most listeners and even for Sean, there are periods of time where you can just set aside 20 minutes. Even for Sean. Sean's well, it's, it's a distressor <laughs> too. Like TV is a stimulant. You don't yeah. actually relax. It's been proven. You don't relax when you mm. watch TV, you just yeah. get distracted. Huh. Um, but reading is super good for your health. And then, knowledgeable too you can learn a thing or two yeah so john i have a lot of um diet is one of those things that i'm working through you know wanting to figure out what my weekly diet should look like and things like that and there's a lot on this on this work on this paper you this uh this packet you gave us here and i i'm really excited to just hear and i would love if you could just share some practicals about <laughs> diet like here i see like raw carrots like yeah. raw eggs that's raw huge. Egg, baby. I, I, I honestly like i think it'd be cool if we just if you just kind of railed off some practicals and things you got for people out there even, even if it's not bodybuilding whatever kind no, of fitness no, no. This but is just practical health, for just all health. elements i like that absolutely give me a shout out in any any uh Anyway, whether it's Go. on Instagram, you want to hit us up, okay. Facebook, Twitter, my personal contact information. If you have any questions about this diet stuff, this is what I've been working on in the past few months. Start with the rock carrots. Absolutely. Rock carrots are one of the best things you can do. Okay, to preface this, our modern world is poison. Mm. Everything we do and everything that's given to us is typically of a poisonous nature, and mm. we don't understand it. But in comparison to the ancients, the classics, the medievals, anyone prior to pretty much 1940, the postmodern or modern era, if you whatever you want to call it. Oh, boy, there goes Mishki. Mishki's <laughs> always, always breaking the mic. We should get a video of him just yeah. struggling because this is 90% this yeah. of the time Mishki's podcast experience. <laughs> yeah, I made it this far, okay. That is pretty admirable. I'm happy. But we got corn chips right in front of us, Fritos, but they are fried <laughs> in paint thinner. You got to do what you got to do. Literally... Any type of oil that is not of a saturated content used to be, up prior to 1970, paint thinner. Polyunsaturated fats and monounsaturated fats used to be what industrial organizations would use to thin paint. And now they put it in every single like, piece of our consumption. Now, to that end, there are others... So that's the less chemical standpoint. That's more of the physical, like what we're eating. But then there are chemicals like atrazine and different, um, different compounds that actually end up being precursors to cancer because these things, th what they do is their function comes down to a proliferation of your cells. And that, if you think of what cancer is or any sort of stress on the body, it's when your growth or death becomes out of control yeah and why so so many people are in an overstimulated environment nowadays or in an excess of stress is because of what we eat and so there are certain ways certain measures that we can take to counter that and like i said philosophically you need to do that physically you need to do that but what you eat is what you are like that old hmm. axiom yeah. that old uh, mantra it's true so eric you asked me about carrots Carrots are a particular form of nutrition that 
you don't really find in any other type of life, and it's they're anti-fungal, fungal, or you know, fungi, things like that. Those are in the same category as stressors, and what they do is add to the proliferation of cells. Cell division gets out of control, and that's typically what we call a stress, just to hammer this down. This is a, I'm not a physiologist, even though that's what I sort of studied in college, and this is something I do in my free time, but look into the stats here, and I have links on this nice sheet of paper. But carrots are great because they are one of the least digestible foods, and what that does is it cleans out your intestines. So basically, just to mm. reiterate... So that's what was happening last week to me when I would eat carrots yeah. upon carrots. <laughs> when you had carrots at hormones, literally, yeah. Hormones <laughs> literally guide your life, and mm. I don't want to get reductionist here or materialistic, but mm. what you have in your gut biome, and I have a little refresher your gut biome is a complex web of bacteria in our large and small intestines determines our hormonal balance and in turns dictates how we feel so again to reiterate much of what we think is us in the modern world like i think on my thoughts or i'm having a bad day or you typically associate who you are with what you're thinking or feeling and that's not true even from a spiritual standpoint but a way to counter that is take antifungal and did, oh, what's another word for it? Anti-estrogenic, and I can get into the estrogen question mm-hmm. in a bit. Oh. But carrots are great because they mechanically clean out your colon of excess serotonin and estrogen, both of which, out of control, can be terrible and detrimental to your mental or you need to eat more carrots. physical yeah. health. But carrots, again, they're, least, they're one of the least digestible foods out there, and having excess serotonin or estrogen in your colon disrupts how you're feeling, and it... It disturbs your gut biome. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Quick, quick question on the the carrots. So, w- when you say raw carrots, it's, it's you're talking the big ones, not the not the mini Both carrots. Mini carrots do are those just count? mechanically chopped up. Like, there's no such thing as a mini carrot. That's well, just, yeah. No, I, I'm just wondering because yeah. buying a bag of carrots, right? Yeah. Versus like, <laughs> oh, think of a tree when <laughs> there's they. There's no such thing as a mini <laughs> carrot. No, it's a tiny <laughs> farm. <laughs> I, what do you farm? I farm. I farm mini carrots. I got they have, mini like a, they have a little tykes <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Go to farmers market. You just like, hi, some mini carrots. It's a little person. And selling yeah. little carrots, <laughs> <laughs> just but, hobbit carrots. But yes, and so of course, there's yeah. no real distinction between the mechanical and but the chemical. So, the, but people say like bleach carrots and you know yeah. the, the stuff Chlorine in the bag. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, is that do those count? Are those the same thing? This is going to be processed? just a generalization, but try to get as much of your nutrition from raw sources as you can, because the more it gets processed, the more poison is put into it. And I mean, it's going to be hard to whatever your state in life because of the pressures we have around us, it will be hard to get raw or organic foods. And organic foods might be compromised on a different level. But there are ways you can do it so it's economic. But So on that raw subject, let's talk a little bit about raw eggs. Oh, I'm not yet, Jake. Not yet. Okay. How about estrogen? Should we grab a receipt at the... <laughs> the story again. Just to reiterate, estrogen has been miscategorized and intentionally put as a feminine hormone, and that's because it's an incidental reason. Now, women need more estrogen. Again, estrogen is not a feminine hormone. They just need more of it. It's accidental because their bodies require more cell division mm. because they have things like a uterus and different ways of the functionality of their bodies. They're just physically different than men from the internal and external level. Anyways, estrogen is a good thing. You need it for many different bioprocesses in your body, and you can't not have it. There are ways that it's just we have such an excess of, of estrogen, in especially the male physique, that you need to counter it in any capacity you can. Carrots are great. 
coconut oil is fantastic. Unrefined coconut oil is great because that's one of the highest antimicrobial and at the cellular level, it's sterile. In wow. fact, dairy industries use gigantic cartons of coconut oil to clean the equipment. Hmm, so wow. they, they, it's antimicrobial and... Or Ecolab stuff. Yeah, actually, well, that, like, all, I'm sorry, Sean, but, you know, Ecolab is... It's, it's all I bet chemical. if you look at the, in particular, xenoestrogenic compounds like atrazine, they're in everything nowadays. Hmm, interesting. Uh, it, it's cheap, and things like co- corn oil, safflower oil canola all of those things are extremely economic in fact they're like 40 times cheaper to produce and that's why wow than that butter. makes sense yeah but coconut oil if you can incorporate it into your coffee just taking a teaspoon after um if you go to a restaurant nowadays whatever applebee's or a nice restaurant most like i said because everything is produced in a certain environment nowadays you're going to kind of feel bad after eating, right? You get, yeah. maybe it's a head buzz. Applebee's. I did. Yeah. I terrible. Yeah. One of yeah. the best remedies, and this is a practical you can do, is just take a teaspoon of coconut oil. And what that does is it cleans out your biome and it helps restore the balance. It's like engine oil. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the <laughs> great remedies is also called a carrot salad. And that, if you do that every day for, I don't know, a week or 10 days, you will feel a marked difference in how you feel because your hormones become in balance, and it's actually truer to what humans are supposed to exist within the general um, parameters of like, okay, well, this is human life. We're, the 21st century is, like I said, overstimulated to its umpteenth degree. Yeah. Mm. Everyone is so anxious and depressed, and well, there's good physical reason for it. People want you in that state, mm. not to get too conspiratorial, but it just works that way. And one of the effects of modernity is the fact that we don't know how to deal with some of these existing and compounding problems. Yeah. So just to get yeah. So so what, so what are some other foods here? Yes, uh, carrots, raw foods, but in particular, try to hit the most probiotic foods you can. So those are fermented foods. Fermented foods are things that grow different bacteria in them. Kombucha is probiotic. It's expensive, but you can make it on your own. Let's see here. Apple cider vinegar. Vinegar is antifungal and anti-xenoestrogenic. Coconut oil, I said. Try to get as much uh, raw vegetables as you can, although cooking certain vegetables is great. Whole foods, bone broth, things like that of that nature. Peanut butter, although avoid, if you can, Jiffy and Skiff. No, Jiffy and Skippy. There you go, yeah. (laughs) Because they are all made with those unsaturated mm-hmm. poly yeah, yeah. Uh, oils. Got it. Sauerkraut's so, another good one. Yeah. So I, I would like to uh, contrast this topic of food, right, of, of which foods you should be eating and dieting, but also with fasting. I know I see on here you have intermittent fasting, and that's something that I think when, when people ask me, like, what would you eat today? And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's always, like, kind of in the back of my mind. But I think there's a, a different form of, you know, there's, there's unintentionally just not eating and not making time to eat. Yeah. And then there's also intentional, like, fasting that, yeah. that is intermittent sure. fasting. Uh-huh. And I would love to hear from you, John, because this is for me, a question for me, honestly, is that yeah. like finding the correct balance between wanting to eat and gain and eat calories and gain weight, but also wanting to actually lose weight and, you know, not, you know, like not just overeat because it's like, oh, I'm lifting, so I'm just going to eat more of whatever, right? But actually intentionally, I'm not going to eat until this time because I want to fast and because there's benefits about the way it burns fat in the morning, right? Your metabolism, 
doesn't get started later. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but kind of, you know, a lot of people think out there, if I want to lose weight, I'm just not going to eat. And a lot of people think if I want to gain weight, I'm just going to eat kind of thing. But kind of finding the specific foods and about specifically when throughout the day to begin eating is really important as well. Could you enlighten us a little bit on that? Sure. There are just remarkable sources and tons of different bro sciences and real science. It's, it's a lot of it is fake. Um, so the whole, if it fits your macros thing, hmm. you know, it's like, well, you know, just as long as you get 5,000 calories, you're fine. Or, you know, just avoid this yeah. stuff, but eat, you just know, just four goods and insulin sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good example is a friend of ours who would do intermittent fasting and then have a pizza and pasta during the day yeah, and yeah. wonder why the weight is stagnant. And mm-hmm. it's because you're feeding, your body from the proper structure it's just what you're putting in there is yeah. such terrible mm. um, such a terrible way that your body can actually receive it having so, a clean car but putting the wrong yeah, gasoline exactly, in there exactly, yeah. 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 and all these things again they're side issues they're supplemental as long as you're geared towards your higher goal or keeping your head up and orienting towards a far distant um, end the things that you put in the way become less idolatrous as you go along the way. So the intermittent fasting, it's just another thing. It's like, I don't focus on that because I'm focused on something differently. And as soon as you incorporate it through your day or your program, it becomes second nature. So with fasting, like you're saying, if you're focusing on it for the first couple of days because you're actually like starving, that's good. But over time, your body becomes adept at adapting. Yeah. And there's that old maxim of like, well, the legs feed the wolf. The hungrier you are, the faster you're going to run. Mm. That's certainly true for our work, whatever it comes down to in the modern world, whether you're at a computer walking around at school or I don't know what have we, our jobs demand of us. But when you are on a fasted level, you become clearer in a certain yes. aspect. Like you have coffee, it sharpens you a little bit. You have some nicotine, it sharpens you a little bit. When you have less food and your most of your blood goes to the digestive process when you're eating because it, that's what your body is demanding yeah, at that time. Yeah. So if you remove that, you become more able on a physiological level to deal with the demands that your mental state is putting on mm. you. So if that makes any sense. 100%. Like, okay. Yeah. And I would try to incorporate fasting in any capacity. There are different ways you can do intermittent fasting, but again, it's going to be whatever works for you. Keep in mind, try to put the best fuel in when you're doing that window. Yeah. Give yeah. a give a quick definition of intermittent fasting. Yep. Intermittent fasting is, like you said, Eric, it's an intentional choice to skip out on meals for certain periods of time, whether it's a couple of days. Some people do a three-day fast and then gorge for a fourth or whatever. There's also a 16-hour wow. window where... My brother does that, yeah. You don't eat for, for 16 hours. Days. Three days, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just there are different varieties of it. But That's crazy. With mm-hmm. some science backing mm-hmm. it up. The 16-8 method is where you eat as many calories as you can. Like, you would still get it in the 5,000, yep. but you wouldn't eat for 16 hours. And that is, they come down to that uh, percentage-wise because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like, you, you just are about to enter into a state of not, I don't want to say ketosis, which is where your body consumes itself, but you start to enter into a period of burning caloric deficit after 16 hours Mm -hmm. and when you keep yourself in that state it's great but you need to refill in order to be able to meet the demands of everyday Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. so i don't follow intermittent fasting right now when i have it's been wonderful yeah you you tighten up you shape up Mm -hmm. you become honed and i I would recommend it but you know 
yeah, for they life. Say, and they say that you should take a test when you're hungry because your brain actually works yeah. faster and better. Yeah. Yeah. When you're and a lot of, I don't want to shit on science in general, but people science. don't really know what they're doing. No. And even from a scientific standpoint, <laughs> yeah. the community contradicts itself over and over again. Mm. And I don't want to yeah. criticize all my scientific friends. I think of Will Phillips and he just gets obsessed about these things. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, work whatever best work yeah. in whatever capacity works best yeah. for you. For a long time yeah. I did, um, I would only, like when I had my first meal or first piece of food, I would only allow myself to eat for 10 hours after that. And then I, you know, so if I started at 9 o'clock, I would stop eating at 7. You know, and like there was a certain window that I would give myself in a way. A lot of people say, oh, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But I find myself when I eat breakfast, I'm just more tired in the morning or at work or I'm hungrier at 10 o'clock. Your blood because sugar crashes. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. And it's dependent on what you put in. There's the called the GI uh, complex. GI bill? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's the glycemic <laughs> index. That's what it is. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. And all the like, the way that certain foods are composed is made up of different macronutrients, yeah. right? There's yeah. a breakdown there yeah. into all different types of micro macronutrients. So, again, it's the whole, if it fits your macros thing, it doesn't play out in real life. That's a poor theory. Yeah. No, so I know we got to close out soon. Do you want to share the <laughs> raw egg? Raw eggs. Yes. Yes. Give us the raw eggs. Yeah, this is a bit controversial for most people. but Jody out there listening is like, oh, finally. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I try to hide it from my mom. <laughs> She's like, are you eating raw egg? No. No, not sinning. <laughs> it's not immoral, but... Forgive me, Father, for yeah. I'm swallowing. I'm slonking raw eggs. Yeah. 36 raw eggs a day. That's right. I just, I just 36? Said What's okay, let me... Let me <laughs> no, there's a reason why it's considered part of the... Oh, yeah, Sean, his microphone's Jacob's down. down here. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a reason why the whole... It's probably a good thing. Too many Fritos. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's the, it's the Rocky Balboa diet. Oh, right. Nice. So... When you look back at those 80s movies and all those bodybuilders that are slonking raw eggs, they put, or the, what is that, Napoleon Dynamite, where they give them just, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? The flies are buzzing around. Yeah. That's a legendary scene. I wouldn't recommend it on its own, but raw eggs. To I'm just picturing John <laughs> putting up a camera and like, do the full pass like the uncle would do. You know, just John and his conversion just like eggs, full pass. No, it's, it's spectacular. Just to get a bit vulnerable, I've noticed a distinct change in both how I feel and my body odor after Interesting. being wow. on a raw egg wow. diet. And not, I'm not eating you, your you body odor. smelled amazing. Actually. Your body odor gets worse or better. I mean, without deodorant or wash, it gets terrible. And that's... You're you, saying you're saying you, you like what you sweat out the toxins. Yeah, those things. It's not. It's not toxic. You don't sweat out your toxins. <laughs> whatever, dude. When your body is churning <laughs> and it's producing at stu such high and androgen. No, no, no. Androgen levels of testosterone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound like I'm an idiot, but you. If you think about a boys' locker room in high school, they reek. Yeah. Because these guys are going through puberty and their bodies are chock full of testosterone. Now we can still harness that energy today as not no longer pubescent or prepubescent boys. And the thing about raw eggs is that they contain such high levels of cholesterol. And when you cook it, there's a certain process of denaturization that goes on, which is basically the protein molecules. You can't break it down. Like matter does not evaporate, right? It just gets changed. Yeah. And when molecules do that, they, pro I don't know, you can look up denaturing of certain proteins. It just means they change shape and shape is shape. It's such a 
you know, ambiguous word. Yeah. But that is certainly critical for us in our metabolic process. The raw eggs, when you cook an egg, it cooks the white part of it, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's good for you to consume because that denatures it in such a way. I think I have the proper uh, compound down here. Where is As it? As the egg white is essentially the blockade for bacteria. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. The last paragraph. Thank you. No, I can't think about it. Anyways, when you cook the yolk, that denatures it and it puts it so that it's less available, bioavailable for you. Interesting. So how I consume my rogs is I do four to six in the morning with coffee and cream and coconut oil. Do you mix great. them up? I mix them up. It's actually, it tastes like, it's called Vietnamese Wait, coffee. you put them into coffee? So, yep, I, I mix up my eggs, Whoa. and then I make a coffee, and then I put them together, and you can't taste the raw egg at Does all. Does the egg cook a little bit in the hot coffee? No, I cool down my coffee. Okay. So it's room temperature, and you can just slunk that drink right there, and you got caffeine. I'm going to do that tomorrow morning. Oh, it's really real. good. <laughs> I'm going to try it tomorrow morning. But the key is you need to make sure your eggs come from a good source. Uh, yeah. Look up pictures. Turn of not having all the eggs. eggs. And they're, you can find them at any store, whether it's a Cub Foods, to all the Jewel. Yeah. Yeah, you can find cage-free, pastured, not pasteurized, pastured eggs. That's the key difference. Okay. Real quick, I read this thing the other day about someone. They're like, I love going in the grocery store and just seeing someone go up and um, and, and grab eggs because it looks like it looks like like a like a drug deal between like two like, mob bosses. Like you walk up and you're like, it's like a case of money. They walk up and open it. They're like, oh, we just want to make sure it's all in here. Yep, <laughs> stuff in the eggs. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Still eggs. Still eggs. Got You've it all here. Been lied it's, to all your life. It's all here. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> They told you it would make it sick, salmonella. They told you it would give you heart disease with cholesterol. They want you weak. I want you strong. That's why I bring you the esoteric knowledge of the raw egg trial. Again, to we, should name, we should name the podcast at the esoteric knowledge of the eggs. Ra- <laughs> I'm cool with that. The raw egg trial. So cholesterol is bad as a myth. It hasn't been proven by science or the health industry. Really? You can't even really explain what it does. Yeah, there's HD and LDL and there's differences but the levels uh, people get really obsessed about that and it's not true but if the fat is unstable like in the vegetable oils honey nut Cheerios has been lying to me dude what fake news marketing <laughs> the little fake bee, news man little bee, I, I man. thought I had low cholesterol because of my honey nut Cheerios <laughs> yeah. I guess it doesn't matter wait does it actually lower your cholesterol though I'm, I'm sure, yeah, sure it does. does if you have sure more does, of a Mediterranean diet and I don't want to get the people with you know an inclination towards heart disease all you know, sprouted out so they an inclination. <laughs> Who has an inclination? <laughs> Most people. people. Yeah, it's genetic. Oh, yeah, you, you oh, genetic. got it. Okay. <laughs> I thought you've been just like I feel inclined to heart. <laughs> Today I feel like my, my heart's gonna explode. <laughs> I want that. We should joke disease. about that. We should joke about that. <laughs> Death is just, everybody's gonna die. You have to joke. It's about just that. about when and how. Yes. Now quit being a bee and let's go. What's let's that? Finish from? It Peanut up. butter falcon. <laughs> oh. Anywho, so maybe consult your doctor before you start doing it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's fake. But your body converts cholesterol to testosterone. We're going to get ourselves five, in a lawsuit or something. No, <laughs> no. I'll take them on. At a 5 to 10% rate. So that's incredible. It's basically this one guy, the bodybuilder named... Where is he? Where that's is a cool he? name. <laughs> Vince Gironda. He was one of the precursors to the classicals like Schwarzenegger and Lou Frigno, but... He was a, a contemporary contemporary of Steve Reeves, 
And he would say, if you have 36 raw eggs a day in eight weeks of that, it's a good, it's as good of a cycle of Dianabol. And that was one of the first steroids. And it's not cheating because raw eggs have just such a high level of cholesterol that when you consume them at, and I like to preface it by saying only doing the, uh, the raw yolk because when you do the raw egg white, there are some complications because the, the white is basically a blockade for the bacteria. Oh. And that's why you want to have the best quality eggs you can get. But I can cook egg whites, right? Yep, like yep. That's Cooking it but, is fine. But, it's, but that's more healthier than the yolk, right? So what if you have like a sunny side up? I think that's, that's perfect. That's probably the healthiest. Yeah. Because I scramble mine. So I, uh, I don't want to scramble yeah, them anymore. Yeah, they're breezy. Mm-hmm. Just sunny side up, baby. Sunny side up. But again, trying to get this growth in a certain area of vitality and classicalism. Yeah. Raw eggs are going to be one of the best ways to do it. So how can I build or, you know, increase testosterone? You Lifts, can, diets, whatever. Yep. Lay it on me. High testosterone. That's a good question. Certainly you can do it by putting more stress on your body and that requires a metabolism to respond to the demands that you're putting upon it. So typically high compound lifts High weight compound lifts, like Sean is saying, deadlift, squat, anything lower body because you have more muscle mass in the neural lower body. Big weights. Big weights or eating things that have high protein, high fat, high cholesterol, like a raw egg or certain raw meats. Not raw meats. But things that are organically healthy, right? So it's like if I just eat a bunch of... You know, a, a big Italian sandwich from Jimmy John's. That's not that's not the high protein. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I would like, give yeah. that a B or a B plus, and it's okay. hard to fit into our daily structure yeah. uh-huh. because yeah. it's I'm trying so to find the middle ground. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. like yeah, the affordable good. thing that people can still run after. It's attainable. Right? That's not Whole Foods only. Kind you of thing, could you know? still yeah. go out to McDonald's and have three Big Macs, and you could see a gain, but what's going to happen? The side effects associated with that poor mood you probably get poor skin with yes. yep. bigger acne and yeah there, you could find a middle ground it's going to be hard to do this 100% of the time you shoot for a quarter and then maybe try to get up to 50% of the time eating organic foods or foods that you know yeah. have minimal processization going on got it got it and you can get into the weird biotin reuptake um, oh. area of the raw egg Conflict Wait, is biotin question. good for you? Biotin's great for you. It is. I was taking skin, supplements. Yeah, it's a skin I was and hair. Biotin supplements. I wonder your face looks. People so were mad at me. Who's people? My mom and my <laughs> and Alexi. No, they were like, "Why are you so taking good them? for you?" I was like, uh, it's "Let's talk supplements." I, I also want to hear about that. I, I take, I, you know, I take D three. I take a lot of vitamin. I take a if vitamin you're in D, Minnesota, like you should be taking yeah. some sort of <laughs> C. Vitamin supplementary D. vitamin because we just lack access yeah. to the sun. flu season. Yeah. So, uh, what, what what input do you have on that? What, what do you do? Yeah, well, a proper place to start is with the foundations and you don't want to jump from zero to 60 because when the time comes and you've hit a plateau you can't add much more without Mm -hmm. getting extreme so take it slow that's cool i my stack right now is i take glycine that's an amino acid it's great for anxiolytic properties it helps even you out and sharpen your mind and it's again it's one of the 22 amino acids it's just i take it in a higher dosage because there are benefits and powers to it that got come it. along. You got it. Last question, yeah. if you're off of that one, sorry, is those 
like super food smoothie slash drinks. You go yeah. to Whole Foods, grift, right? And grift. you get the, you know, like the, like the naked juices yeah. versus the That's a element. Grift, man. But They're like, just but, conning you. But like versus yeah. like the element. That's why I've been, I've been doing the element drink a lot. What's element? Sugar. It's, well, no, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like a veggies drink. So there's like cucumber, there's kale, there's spinach. And in a way it's, it's in a bottle and you shake it up and I have felt amazing drinking this stuff, but it's $22 yeah. or it's, like it's a 10 bucks per bottle. Oh so it's a lot, right? It's like so, so expensive. So one, it's super expensive. So, like I'm trying to find that middle ground because a lot of people yeah. in college are like, oh, I'm going to be healthy and choose the naked juice option. But like you're drinking rocket fuel, it looks like, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. am I, yeah, what that, am I that's putting in my body? That's a great question. And if you're trying to find the middle ground, fit in a salad once a day yeah. because your body feels great since you are feeding it what it truly desires. Mm. Raw vegetables yeah. and vitamins because most of what we consume has very few of those things. Mm. Got it. And so supplements. You, okay, sorry. Yeah, um, if you want to have that benefit, I would just buy these vegetables alone, so you're not spending two thousand percent increase. And that's nothing bad. It's just people take advantage of that, mm-hmm. and that's their livelihood. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you're saying more veggies, find raw. some good supplements, focus on the raw stuff, the 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 the, the cage free yeah. eggs, and try something. Try something new. Yeah, absolutely. And please reach out to me. A lot of this is going to be complicated and there are ways you can go wrong. And I don't have it right perfectly, but, you know, once you start to make these changes, your mind clears up. There are certain, how do you put this? There are ways that you can feel it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And as as Brother X... You have a less foggy mind. Yeah. You know, you have a clear mind, you... Mm -hmm. You don't get the the crashes. Yeah, it, it really evens you out. It really evens you out. As Brother X would say, the eyes out of the window. As the, as the eyes are the window <laughs> to the soul. Yes, the we gut. would say that the mouth or the gut is you are what you eat. Is the window to your physique and or physical, yeah. mental, emotional. Like they Stability. say, abs are made in the kitchen. And yep. mm. just to reiterate, oh, I should try that. You are what you just eat. Sit ups in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Only just, in the kitchen. I'm working on just this one today. One You're like out rolling out your abs. <laughs> Put it in the food brush. Yeah. You get the, you get the bread roller. You just go on shake on and bake. <laughs> go to the flour. Not the, not the abs. <laughs> in the oven. <laughs> You're in like the sink. Pop up like perfect rolls. And wash yourself in the sink. I only live in the kitchen now. <laughs> I'm trying to get a six pack. I just want abs. <laughs> Wait, what are good foods to get abs? Is it just, are you eating like Popcorn? raw proteins and stuff like Popcorn's chicken, Again, and broccoli? Ab- abs are there. You need to work these. They're yeah, like any true. other muscle, but because men typically carry our fat around, or like you said, our trunk, it's all about lowering your body fat. I love handles. They're so sexy, though. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> the whole bad Future bod versus jack thing. Is- that's that's a total lie. The what is? The dad bod versus yeah. jack thing. I'm sorry, but oh. women like it when you're in shape. And you want to know why? I This is my take, but it's women are attracted to the dad bod because it speaks at a greater reality of... It's a thunderstorm. It's a thunderstorm happening. Yeah, it's not a, gar- it's not a garbage can. Um, it speaks to a, a deeper reality of lifestyle that yeah. a man is a little bit it's more. Discipline. Yeah, he's he's in oh, a it's way lack of discipline. It's what's well, lack of discipline, but I'm saying it's comfort. Oh, oh, a person the dad with bod. Yeah, a person oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. a man with a dad bod right is attractive in our culture. You think but that's attractive? No, 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 it's no. attractive when people are high. No, level. I'm no, saying I think it's wrong. Th- no, no, yes, dad. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's true. But uh, actually, I think a dad bod is like. 
people just you know oh I have a dad bod you know it's kind of like a excuse. giving up it's and an it's, an it's an excuse I'm saying, yeah. I have such a great dad bod you know like yeah. you're embracing it no. and you're enjoying I'm saying, it and I'm saying it's it's speaking to a, a greater reality in our culture that's giving men permission to become soft and permission yeah. to become comfortable and because uh-huh. when that because when, when we are comfortable and when we are we lose discipline we get soft around the edges and yeah. that's exactly what a dad bod is it's someone who's a little little buff but they got the, they got the, the you know the love hand the, yeah, they got the, the fluff. The, the, the fluff, right. exactly. The fluffy. And women like that because, in a way, in our culture, they see that as secure, safe. He's not going to go yeah. off and do something crazy. Or now, it even means that he might have a good job and he doesn't have totally. time. Totally. And so it's it's crazy the evolution They're of it. And now and now you don't even need a strong man. You know, you don't even need a, a man to protect you. Yeah. You have you have you know ring and you have ADT. You know, you can call the cops and they can show up in 30 seconds if you get broken into, you know, you don't even need like a guy with a gun anymore, which is so sad. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Oh, that's, that's a yeah. whole nother topic. That's a lie, dude. That we'll we'll cast on that next week. Well, you do. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about, being a dangerous man. Because Be, it's Being like, your own home defense. Yeah. That, that'll be next week's topic. Cool. I'm going to put a, a just a, a cardboard cutout. You know how people put ADT in the lot? It's just going to be me. <laughs> This home is protected by Sean. With one arm, Next to Pope robotic. Francis. You gotta, you, you gotta cut out of Pope Francis that a cut out of you. You're like, we're Catholic and we're protected. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap up yeah, these please, practicals that's here. We're going, so long. If we wanna, okay, physically, think of this category. Physical. Avoid alcohol. Uh, ethanol is incredibly inflammatory and it's yes. not good for most of your system. If you can't avoid alcohol, but you know, have fun. You can still live. Try to incorporate raw foods. Try to incorporate more cholesterol into your diet and carrots for the spiritual. Take time away from your phone and meditate. Try to be present with mindfulness. Yes. Hmm. From the psychological standpoint, there are biological things you can do to really ameliorate your differences and bring yourself back up to a level of positive feeling. But for the psychological, I would really delve into reading, developing your literature, life, developing your philosophic roots that's everything a young man should be doing right now in the world that's going to be increasingly pressured and yeah. um, angering towards him yeah I, I would say for me from this cast uh i f- find a fitness that works for you and pursue it create a goal and, and 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 find discipline in pursuing that goal last thing for me is that there's two things in this world that i adore and love it's ranch and it's bagels <laughs> And every single time I'm in, I'm in the pool and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to swim another 100 yards, but I'm, I always choose to so I can have that one more bagel. And there's something yeah. about pursuing fitness because it, in a way, gives us permission or in a way, it allows us to be more secure in our in, in our food choices in a way, right? So it's just like, yeah. I feel like I feel like I can go to Taco Bell because I'm working out. You know what I mean? It, it's okay to be sometimes balanced. loose with these things and yeah. balance with them. Make sure we're having fun. Make sure, like you said, like, yeah, we can avoid alcohol, but there's those times when you're going to want to have some, but... You know, again, it's balance. It's finding the correct diet. It's finding the things that are going to form you as who you are. And then once you find that, you're going to be much more confident. You're going to be able to bring yourself to a lot of new areas in your life and find confidence in that. Yeah. And uh, mine would just be don't fall into um, comparison and comparing yourself yeah. to others. Yeah. I think that's a huge 
crutch when you're starting to want to be more involved with fitness or nutrition. You go on Instagram and there's always going to be someone more eating more healthy. That's why or you delete it. But follow doing, us. Yeah, but follow <laughs> us. And, or doing better workouts. So I think it just do, do things that work for you and just work on getting better and being healthier each day. Yeah. Comparison is one of the stupidest things out there. It is. It is we all do it. One of the greatest forms of self-deception because what you see is not what you get, mm. and especially when you're comparing yourself physically to someone because of their external looks. And yeah. most of the time, these Instagram models are on some sort of stimulant and a performance-enhancing drug, and their lives are going to be crashing in the next several years, especially physically. You know, a good example is one of my former idols, Callum von Moger. You know, he just takes his life way too seriously with bodybuilding. He's a bodybuilder. He was an IFBB pro Mr. Universe, so he's a great-looking guy, but you can only sustain that for so long. And for yeah. him as a 27-year-old, it's a period of three to five years. You yeah, know? yeah. And I think that's and, and yeah, that's a great place to end it, of just don't take yourself too seriously. You yeah. know, pursue these human. things. Yeah, pursue these things with Be joy. The reason why we are telling you to take these certain pretty spartan steps is because like i said we are in such an excess in our society in our modern world mm, into yeah. the it's not a bad thing but the feminization of a man biologically we are having such estrogenic products around us that it's terrible yeah. for us as men and we try to cope with these things on different levels of oh pray i mean that's not i don't want to bash in prayer but you try to fix it without going to the root yeah. of the problem and mm -hmm. most of the time it's, it's going to be biological yeah. yeah yeah and another thing i mean is just the idea of freedom of, of putting limitations on yourself so that you may find freedom and the, yeah. the, the chesterton idea of putting 10 kids you know on a cliff in a fence they're going to feel safe and available to play yeah in the same way if you're working out every single week you're going to feel more free to have that big mac or have to have ability. that extra drink is because you feel free yeah. and you also I know yourself this. exactly it's a, it's a choice it's not a slavery and you have you have more capability as a strong yeah. person yeah or you're more fit or mm. you can bike farther you know so yeah yeah that leads to is. so much confidence and it is and yeah. it does yeah. lead to a lot of confidence yeah. so, so thanks for joining us on this roll roller coaster of a fitness cast. Yeah, we lost Jacob uh, halfway yeah, through. Jacob's He's passed gone. out on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many Fritos. Well, Too many thanks Fritos. for listening to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, Jacob, and John. <laughs> that was my impression of Jacob. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness.